Hello, I'm the Power Novelist, your captain through the rough seas of media. And I am DJ Love HD. I'm the guy who probably fucked your mother the night before. I am sorry about that. Uh, yeah, pending any restraining orders, uh, we're going to start. I'm, well, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I said probably. Doing? I am okay. I am, I'm alive and I'm well. How about yourself? I'm dealing with some stuff, but I'm okay. Okay. So welcome to another episode or another uh, deep cut from the record bin, Vanillation episode two, two. The Quickening. Yes. We're sorry. There will not be any decapitations today. All you for, now. Members, for now. For now. <laughs> we're on holy ground. We cannot fight. You may be on holy grounds. I'm not. I'm, I, I, fair, I have fair use of everything, every weapon, everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> so as, uh, as we did last time, we're going to uh, go into a little bit of entertainment news, what's going on in the music and entertainment world. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, Ow, sorry. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, uh, my phone. I'm good. I'm good. Carry on. Okay. So, as you know, last week we talked about the uh, the embroiling Kesha deal. Yes. Well, now there's reports of Sony wanting to drop Dr. Luke, and then Ew, also known as Entertainment Weekly, said that's not true. Mm. An attorney for that's Dr. weird. Mm-hmm. An attorney. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. An attorney for Dr. Luke responded to a report that Sony Music would drop the producer in a statement to you. <laughs> uh, yes, I say ew. <laughs> no, it's funny. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's called ew. Go away. Go away. Just, just ew. Just ew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, something popped on my computer. Anyway. So, they, they literally say EW. This is not true. Luke has an excellent relationship with Sony. His representatives are in regular contact with executives at the highest levels of Sony. This has never come up. So earlier, Sony Music had plans to drop producer from its roster, drop the producer from its roster, uh, citing the music industry insiders. Uh, his contact contract is currently set to expire next year. But for Sony declined to comment. And Dr. Luke's legal team did not respond to Ew's immediate request for comment. So the news comes out after the month. Uh, you know, we talk about the cash thing. I think this is kind of interesting that there are these rumors flying around. Really? Mm. Well, yeah. with these with with these two individuals, mm-hmm. um, and the media is displayed as Kesha is the one in the wrong. I'm not saying she is. I'm not saying it's being displayed that the look is the one in the wrong. I got mixed up. Sorry. I'm not saying that it's true or not. Okay. But with every story, there's there's two sides to every story. Okay. Well, I've got three. There is the side A and this one Kesha. Side B, Dr. Luke slash Sony. And side three, the truth. Okay. The media is portraying side A. That police trying to portray side B. I want to know fucking side three and all this shit. What the shit? What actually went down for all this to happen? Okay, because it ain't happening just cause. What make? What did did Doctor Lou really pimp slap the woman? Did Kesha is lying on this guy? Do I need to get some popcorn? Wait, I already do. Holy shit. Okay, what's going on with these two? Come on now. Yeah. Yeah, I I just like to know like the whole story. Not that I want you know the dirt and all that stuff out there, but we need you don't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we need clarification here to get the whole idea from that. You know. Yes. I, 
like the media always is twisting up stories and stuff like that. It'll be nice if we can get the actual truth, okay? Because who knows? Kesha may be in the wrong on this one, and we have no idea. Yeah. Dr. Luke probably may have actually pimped up the fuck out of Kesha, and maybe he is in the wrong, okay? Or it was something completely effing different, and I really need some more popcorn for this shit. I'm just saying. Mm. So, yeah, but, that's, mm. yeah, that's what's going on with that. You remember last time when I talked about uh, Daisy Ridley? Mm-hmm. They revealed who she actually recorded the song with. Who? Barbara Streisand. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to hear that. I, I, I'm interested to hear that. I'm interested to hear that, honestly. Yeah. Well, asking news of myself is a little bit of a darker one because I literally just found out uh, yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. A certain rock legend, Keith Emerson, the co-founder and keyboardist of Progressive rock group Emerson, Lincoln Palmer, died yesterday at the age of 71. Mm-hmm. Um, he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. He was found mm-hmm. in his home at night in San Marco, Los Angeles. Um, if anybody don't know who he is, which I actually don't know, I just found this out a few minutes ago. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to be rude, but really, I didn't know, honestly, okay? Mm-hmm. I, during his time, he was one of the top keyboardists of the progressive rock era, okay? Absolutely. And in all honesty, maybe he was going through something, honestly. Because, like with Robert Williams, he was going through deep depression, which led to his suicide. Mm-hmm. Okay? So maybe this guy was dealing with something. We don't know that. But I don't want to reflect on all he's dead. More of, let's look at his life here, okay? Yep. He, he was a fantastic musician. And from what I've learned so far, his band made some fantastic music, okay? Oh, yes. So... And plus, according to them, Keith was a gentle soul whose love for music and passion for his performance as a keyboard player will remain unmatched for many years to come. Okay? So, let's remember his warm smile. Let's remember his beautiful music. Okay? And hopefully his soul is resting easy. Yes. Yeah. uh, Actually, that was going to be the next story I was going to bring up. So... I literally just saw it. <laughs> so I was like, let me just say that. I'm not trying to be rude, people. I really am not. It just literally, I just saw it while, while he was speaking. I was like, oh, shit, let me speak about this. Yep. And it's kind of, you know, good that we both were kind of thinking about this. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, claiming to know everything Emerson, Lake and Palmer, but I still have an appreciation for what they've done. Mm-hmm. So to hear this, you know, we're getting to the, the point where we're getting to the age where, you know, all the, uh, all the old legends are slowly passing. And that's, you know, when the new people come in, but it's still nice to, you know, come back and kind of remember, you know, the old legends and, you know, look back at a time when they were innovators at that point. You know, what we take for granted now, a lot of stuff we take for granted now, they actually were creating the foundation for. That makes sense. It's, with me personally, I'm still very new to all of this, okay? So when I hear somebody that died, it sucks, don't get me wrong. But like you said, yeah, I appreciate what they brought to the table when it comes to music because it wasn't for them, it wasn't for those legends. We would not mainly have the courage to make the music that we know now, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, the music, the musician we have today, though vastly different, are just as creative as them. They just had different tools to use nowadays instead of yep. what they had back then. Mm-hmm. That that does not take away their talent, not one bit. Okay. Absolutely. 
so with Mr. Keith Emerson, though I do not know a thing about this man. I really don't. I can tell off the bat that he paved his, he paved the way for a lot of musicians, especially for what I'm seeing in progressive rock, yep. which is fantastic. Yeah. And um, yeah, speaking of legends who had passed, you remember um, Glenn Frey had passed uh, a little bit ago. Uh, I have heard about that. He was part of the Eagles, and confirming by Don Henley, the Eagles have broken up. Yeah. So it makes sense, you know? That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, In a new interview with the BBC, Henley explained, that was the final farewell. I don't think you'll see us performing again. I think that was probably it. I think it was an appropriate farewell. Hmm. That does make sense. It was appropriate. There's a time and place for all of this stuff. Yep. If they feel it's a time for them to stop, then it's time for them to stop. Yep. If it's not, then they won't. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, the Foo Fighters going on indefinite hiatus. You know, They'll be back. Yeah, they'll be back. It's not indefinite. It's just that they feel they need some time to, you know, take back. You know, Fall Out Boy went on an de- indefinite hiatus, and they came back. So it's leaving the door open, but maybe they just want a break. And it's completely understandable if you want a break. That's true. Like, we all take breaks in our lives. We we need to at times, okay? Oh, yeah. And with the Foo Fires, like you said, they need to be. If they need a break, they need a break. Yep. So. Yes. Yeah, you know, Dave did a couple of solo things, but they, they posted this really funny video. I think I'll post it on our site where they kind of go over, you know, talking about the, uh, what they said, breakup rumors, breakup rumors. They just said indefinite hiatus. They said, we're not going anywhere. But it's really funny because, you know, Dave made it look like he was going solo and the band was looking for another singer. And I'm not, I'm actually going to give it away because you need to watch this. But they get Nick Lachey to sing Everlong. <laughs> he actually does a really good job. And at the very end, you know, they're like jamming out. They're bringing Nick Lachey in. And, and it's actually hilarious. And they're like, come on, guys. Really? Yeah. Fucking really? Hmm. Come on. Come on. You're better than that. That's basically what they were saying. <laughs> so I will definitely be posting that on the website along with, you know, this cast where I normally put it up. So I'll post that as, you know, part of the uh, the page where we put this on. Okay. You do that. That's good. Now, uh, I have two other stories. And... Um, one is kind of close to me because you, you know that music is very close to my heart. And a lot of albums that I really like are actually turning the same age I am this year. Really? Uh, okay. Do you know the band R.E.M.? I have heard of them actually, yes. Uh, End of the World as We Know It, Man on the Moon, Losing My Religion. Uh, this one goes out to the one I love. I, Yeah, I know I just said lyrics, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, Out of Time turns 25 this year. And that's my age. 25. Out of Time, Out of Time. That sounds actually very familiar, but I'm not I'm not really new. I'm not I'm not used to that side of things. So can you please explain what that album is to me? Like I know who's who's whose album it is. I'm talking about like more of like the album how it came together, how it's how it's like how it's relevant to today's time. Yes, hang on, let me go ahead and 
despair for the second. Out of Time uh, has the song Losing My Religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the more well-known songs by them. Uh, it's the seventh album. It was released in 91. Okay. So with this, they grew from cult to massive international acts. So this was kind of their big spark, get into the big time. Okay. Well, they made big time, which is good. What else? Uh, it combines elements of pop, folk, and classical music. Heard on the previous album. Okay. Uh, this is uh, the track listing. Radio song, Losing My Religion, Low, Near Wild Heaven, Endgame. Shiny, happy people belong half a world away. Texture of Hana, Country, okay. Feedback, and Me and Honey. Hmm. So, yeah, this this is kind of, you know, I'm going to be celebrating a lot of uh, albums that came out on my birth, you know, my birth year. This is going to be one I'm going to listen to, you know, never mind. I'm going to listen to a lot of the Seattle bands because that's kind of what I'm big into. So, speaking of Seattle bands, transition, you know, Pearl Jam is going on tour this year. Yes, I have heard about that. I have my tickets. I am going to be seeing them. I am really excited. Lucky you. (laughs) Yes, I am very happy because I have seen Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. I'm going to be seeing Pearl Jam, and then when Foo Fighters goes off their hiatus, I plan to see them. So then I will technically have seen the Seattle Big Four, even though Seattle Big Four is uh, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, and Nirvana. I still equate kind of Nirvana with Dave Grohl. You know, still kind of, still kind of that. So I'd still technically count it. I know it's cheating, but it's my rules. <laughs> Screw you! It's my rules. But Pearl Jam. <clears throat> pardon me, is providing earplugs at upcoming concerts to prevent hearing loss. Now, you know concerts can be loud and brash, and your ears ring at the end of them sometimes. So that's not really good. So at their shows, limited edition earplugs will be given away to fans in exchange for a small donation. What's the fine small donation? Probably just like a couple bucks. What's the definition of a couple bucks? Maybe like five and under. I, guess. I hope so. Uh, as Alternative Nation reports, uh, there's um, a foundation called Music Cares. They're going to be setting okay. up a table each uh, at each of the Pearl Jam Spring Tour dates for a small suggested donation. They suggest, but you can give whatever you want to give. I'm guessing. Fans can grab a pair of earplugs housed in the limited edition Pearl Jam and Music Cares carrying case. Uh, hmm. Don't be careless and lazy at rock shows or cranking tunes to an old Walkman like I was 30 years ago, said bassist Jeff Amet, who is a Pearl Jam. Oh boy, did it all sound good. Wear hearing protection or you end up with a 1.5K ring in both ears every night when you go to bed, or worse, when you're trying to enjoy the serene quiet of an empty desert or forest again, like me. Hearing loss has been a major issue in the rock world, <clears throat> with artists like The Who's, Pete, Townsend, Eric Clapton, Ozzy Osbourne, Grimes, Chris Martin, and more suffering from various levels of diminished sound or tinnitus. Cheers for Pearl Jam for stepping up and helping to make sure fans maintain their hearing so they can keep enjoying legendary rock shows even longer. And I've seen it. 
it's cool. You know, these earplugs are not, you know, like cheap little ones. They look like music music um, earplugs. Okay. So, and one side has Music Cares, and the second side has the Pearl Jam logo. So I hmm. think that's kind of cool. That's not bad. Not a bad choice at all. It's not bad. No, and as somebody who goes to as many concerts as I do, I'm surprised I haven't lost anything hearing wise. I'm a DJ. I'm kind of worried about that myself personally. Yeah, so, yeah, it's definitely an issue. So, I know you don't want to, but sometimes when you have your headphones on, get ones that have noise cancellation and lower the volume. You'll thank yourself later in life. If I can afford them at that time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that expensive. You know, you can probably get a good pair that you can use over and over again at concerts for like 20, 30 bucks. Hmm. Like, the headphones I got right now is the one that comes with the Samsung Note 5, Galaxy Note 5. Yeah, I got that, by the way. But still, um, mm -hmm. these are not really noise canceling, but they're pretty good headphones for what they are. Yeah. Definitely going to be better, though, but for what they are, they're good. Yeah. So, uh, do now, you have any, um, oh, sorry. Hmm? Go ahead. I was going to talk about SXSW. Ah, yes. That, that big ass music festival where things happen for no damn reason. Yeah, that. South by <laughs> Southwest. Uh, funny yes. story. I, uh, as everybody knows from my page, I collect uh, vinyl records. Mm -hmm. And I actually have, from a couple of years ago, South by Southwest 7 inch split that uh, was handed out at the festival for free and somehow it landed into the hands of you know where I go to buy my vinyl and, and all my records and all that and I hate saying vinyl, sorry about that I mean just make everybody who, who collects these cringe, when I collected this, got the 7 inch it somehow it ended up in this guy's, you know in his inventory and I was like what? this is at South by Southwest, what? so I, I absolutely had to grab it so there's all that kind of cool stuff going on there. It's a, it's absolutely a celebration of music. But, yeah, it's... Yeah, what do you want to say about that? This damn event. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, actually, it's an event that I can see it being big for indie artists, okay? Yep. Definitely nice for the mainstream artists. That's definitely good, okay? But yep. for the this year... With the attention that it's getting, it's crazy. Like, it has President Obama. It has a bunch of senators. Yep. Michelle Obama will be there later on. Like, it's this kind of event, I am so happy it exists because these kind of events is what give artists a chance. Okay? Oh, yeah. It has a big enough of a name where it can be right there alongside, like, Tomorrow World and, like, stuff like that. And, like, Glassenburg. And Reading but and Leeds. I didn't know those even existed. But still, those two. Um, but it's nice enough to where indie artists can perform to a big enough crowd. Not just American artists. I'm talking about international artists. Because I know this. I have seen some popular K-rap artists go over there and perform. I have seen some Caribbean artists go there and perform. Okay? It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Okay, I'm not trying to hundred percent sure about the indie art, about the Caribbean art. So, but I, thought, I got I'm probably have a mix up with another event, but I definitely do see indie artists perform there. That's something I do know personally. I've seen that. Okay, and it's so popular that you have all of these celebrities going there. Like, 
I know. I can't say. It. Sorry, my bad. I'm just happy it exists because mm-hmm. artists like us need an event like that to be able to expand our audience to a much bigger audience, so that way we can actually have a chance to make it big in this industry. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm truly happy about. That's what I want to say about SXSW. Wait, what do you want to say about that? Um, you know, yeah, I I was going to talk to the points that you said there. It's very good for any you know any person who likes music because there's rock there's Caribbean like you said there's singer songwriter there's comedy there's so much going on with this from like top of the the beginning of the day to the end of the day and it's interesting because this they have interactive weekend they have a film weekend which I think it's this weekend and I know Burt Reynolds is hosting a free screening of Smokey and the Bandit Hmm. And then there's the music. So they have speakers, their venues, but I'm looking just here just to take a look at all the stuff. Here's all the genres they have. And I'm just reading off their website. Alt country, Americana, Avant experimental, blues, classical, comedy, country, dance, DJ, electronic, folk, funk, gospel, hip-hop slash rap, jazz, Latin, Latin, DJ, Latin hip-hop, Latin indie, Latin pop, Latin rock, lucha libre, Latin rock, metal. Uh, I am not going to pronounce that because I will butcher it. Teliano. Sorry if I butchered that. Pop, punk, R&B, reggae, rock, singer-songwriter, ska, spoken word, Tejano, and world. Now, that's not to be confused with Tejano slash they had earlier. But you see just how much they have there. I want to see what ska bands are going to have just for fun. I can tell you, like, half of those genres I never heard before, honestly. I never did. I never heard half of those genres before. <laughs> I have most of them. Like, okay, the obvious one that I obviously heard, don't get me wrong. But, like, there's, like, certain ones, like, the one you tried to say but I never heard of, like, let me pull up the list myself to see what you just did. Or send me the link, please, if you don't mind. Yes, I will. Uh, let me do that. Okay. So yeah, it's it's very interesting overall. Just you know the feel of the festival. It's very yeah, like you said, indie friendly, and I absolutely love that. It, for us indie artists, for us to have that, it gives it gives up blah 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 blah. It gives us a chance. Damn, it gives up what? But my gosh, gives us a chance. There you go. To express ourselves the way we want to to that big of an audience and yes, give us a chance to actually do something with our lives with this music. Yeah. This world made it so we need to, you know, sell our music. I, I don't get why, but that that's just me. Yeah. Since we're gonna have to do that anyway, why not have a big enough audience to be able to do that? Yep. And South South Wow. South, South by Southwest allows us to do that. I really need to stop God please. Okay. <clears throat> Ow. <laughs> okay. I'm good. I am. I'm just. I'm just having a fun old time repeating this. Um, like for example, I never heard of Americana. I never heard of Avant Experimental. I have never heard of <clears throat> Latin Indie, which I should have. My bad. Or Latin Rock. I never I heard what, of. I wonder what mm? alt country would be. Alt. I don't know. 
That's a good question. That's a good question, actually. Well, I think after we're done here, I'm going to have to take a look at what some alt country artists there are. Mm. Okay. You see what they're doing? They're getting us into new stuff we haven't even thought we'd heard of before, even just by looking at the website. Or just are existing for that one. Like, look, the people who do go to SXSW, I really need to stop talking now, damn. Um, okay? I have a suggestion here, okay? Enjoy yourself, but actually get to know those artists out there because they're there to give you a, give you a show, okay? They're also there to build an audience. Actually give the artist I'm not talking about the mainstream ones. They always, they already got a, a audience. Let's talk about the not so known ones. Give them a chance. Yep. Once you give them a chance, you'd be surprised at what you may find. They may actually find your next big artist that you may fall in love with mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. And they, they deserve just as much support as you know the mainstream artists. Uh huh. They actually do. <clears throat> wow, I, I'm scrolling through uh-huh. the rock, the rock showcase here. There's literally a band named Audio Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I find that cute. It's not Audio Damn. It's Audio Damn. Because it's got an <laughs> Oh, nice. Avid Brothers are going to be there. See? Bigger I'm no so- names, but lesser no names. Oh, I ain't going to lie. I'm looking at this wrong. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, if I, if I ever get the chance to open for them, I'm like, Audio Damn. <laughs> I'm just going through here. P.O.D. is going to be there. Which would be kind of cool. Yeah, well, I'll link uh, I'll link to this on our website as well. Just so everybody can see just how freaking massive this is. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of celebrities that go over there is astonishing. It's that big. It yeah. really is that big. It's a celebration of, you know, not music, but just Sonic, anything Sonic, you know. There's spoken word. Sonic. Sonic, well, you know, there's music there, but there's comedy artists. There's spoken word. So there's a lot to to go for with that. There's even classical, which I kind of find kind of cool. Hmm. Classical, classical, classical. I actually want to mix that. Wait, did I? No. I actually want to mix that. One of you, if one of you can do that, do you know? Can you do that? Use yes, that because a... because there's you know um, a lot of public domain uh, older artists that you could probably mix with and find something easy to use with it. Hmm. I just forgot to get into that when I you know get back on my shit again. Cause I'm trying to play catch up on these podcasts, and I have like a catalog of shit I had not even released yet. But I do, I definitely want to check that out. I really want to. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other music stories you want to go over? Mm, no, not on me at this very moment for now. Okay. So this particular episode is going to talk about a little thing called um, Record Store Day. Mm-hmm. Our main event is talking about Record Store Day. Uh, as you know, I've, I've said it many times already, I am a semi-huge uh, record collector. And I say I'm semi-huge because, you know, I'm into it, but I'm not, like, into it, into it. I really just enjoy it just to enjoy it. You know, I, I collect the stuff that 
I like to listen to, but I'm also, you know, more open-minded with it. So, so I wanted to highlight something that is very close to my heart, and that's called Record Store Day. Now, with, uh, with Record Store Day, what this is, in essence, is the idea behind it is to go to your local independent record stores, and if you don't think that those still exist, they absolutely do. They really do. They absolutely do, and you should absolutely support them. If you can find one store that you absolutely love, I say go absolutely support them. But it's a day to celebrate the local independent um, record stores. And what Record Store Day is, is, other than that, is a day where they artists release special edition, uh, only available on that day, pieces of wax. And there's a huge list that happens. Uh, normally this happens on the third Saturday of April, this year being uh, April the 16th. So it happens on every third Saturday of April, and then on Black Friday. So there's two record store days, but the official record store day is always, the, the bigger hoopla is always in April. Okay. So I'd like to do just a little bit of a, um, a record store day survival guide. So um, I'm going to post a link on our website to recordstoreday.com, but you can view the official list of exactly everything that comes out. Uh, some things that come out are, there's a many of them. Some things that come out, there's not a lot of them. Uh, there's three categories. There's ones that are exclusive for Record Store Day, which is, you know, a lot of what everybody goes for. Then there's, bear with me just a second here. I have a list then there's Record Store Day limited run regional releases. Normally what this means is the artist will release it for Record Store Day, but they're planning on releasing it maybe later. That's uh, the limited run. Or regional releases, it's self-explanatory. They're focusing on just a particular region. So it could be the Northeast, the Southwest of the U.S., and then there's also U.K. records. Okay. So these ones are kind of just the secondaries. So limited runs, obviously limited run. Regional releases. And then this... I got confused. This is what I was talking about initially. Record Store Day first releases. These are going to be ones that the artist plans to release later. But if you want the exclusive variant or the exclusive color, you're going to want to go out Record Store Day. That's what that basically blows down to. So, first things first, let's actually go over some parts of the list. Okay. We'll start with that. And then what you can kind of expect as you go along. You want me to start this off? Like, or are you wanting to do yours first? Well, what, I, what we're planning to do is kind of go off, you know, the ones that caught our eye. Okay. And then what we, you know, if we're going to go out, what we kind of hope to get. So oh. I'll do a little explanation first and then I'll let you go. Okay. Okay. Normally what I do is when the list comes out, which is usually about, over a month beforehand. I print out the list, I sit there and I look at that and I think, 
Do I want that? Yes, no. Do I want that? Yes, no. And I just put tick marks beside the ones that I, you know, kind of catch my eye. And then I go on to recordstoreday.com, and there's a website specifically for all the releases, and you can click on each one, and it'll kind of give you an idea of what each one is. So then from there, I kind of, you know, dwindle it down as time goes forward, and then I pick, you know, my top whatever it is, because I budget it out. There's a lot of people who just grab a grab a grab, because all these are going to be different prices. So I think you should go first with the, the ones that, you know, kind of caught your eye, and then... If you would go to it, what would be the ones you kind of want the most? So I'm going to let you go off, and then I'll go off. Okay. All right. So you got to say I'm very new to all of this, all of this record stay, record store day, all of this shit. Okay. So you understand, like this uh, music, I am not used to. Okay. So the first thing I saw was All American Regions. I grew up to that. Okay. I know that. I know that band. Okay. So. See their their album move along from Dark Horse Records. Have got three thousand copies out there. Okay, cool. So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. But then I see right off the bat, not on the first page, but like further down the line, I see a certain musician, you know, called Lil Wayne. Y'all all know who Lil Wayne is. I ain't gonna act like y'all don't know. Okay, I did not know hip hop artists would still do that. You understand? I have never. And this is very new to me, okay? That's the first thing I saw. So I was like, okay, this shit got serious. Let's check this out. Okay. So, all right. So obviously you got that Justin Bieber purpose shit, which I already had the album for, so it's not even that hard to grab. But then I immediately see David Bowie. Bowie, sorry. David Bowie, okay? Three albums. You have The Man Who Sold the World, okay? As a uh, 12-inch. They have TVC 15, which is a 7-inch picture one. And then you have... Mm-hmm. Hmm? Oh, I wanted to just decide there. The um, the man who sold the world is also a picture disc, and it's oh. actually got the uh, German artwork for it. Ah. And the All American Rejects, that one is on a clear with red and black smoky swirl. Well, I didn't know that shit. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, and if, okay. if if I find any ones that kind of overlap with what are on my list, I'll kind of just poke in here and tell you what they are. Okay. So, anyway, that's first. That first meeting thing I saw. I was like, okay, we're being serious now. I didn't know they had any, such of a choice like that. Okay, then all right. At the David Bowie, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Johnny Cash. I love Johnny Cash. Okay, mm-hmm. all aboard a blue chain with Johnny. It's an LP. Got three thousand copies. I really want to hear that. Honestly, off the bat. Okay, then you got Clutch, Mad Side Winner, Winder. Outland Outland Special Clear Edition. I don't know. It's a twelve inch mm-hmm. from the label Weathermaker. Okay, and that's that's something that caught my attention right there because nobody can call nobody just calling stuff like Clutch. Okay, but it's nice. Then going down, going down. I see the Deviants. They have a one called You've Got to Hold On, which is a seven inch. Mm-hmm. They have Jay Dillard. Jay Dillard just recently passed. He just recently passed. So for them to put some of his music on a a vinyl, yeah, I said I'm sorry. On um, that is nice. Like, sorry, my bad. Call me an LP, okay? Disturb. I know y'all know who Disturb is. I act like I don't know. Okay, Sounds of Silence, that new album coming out. I want to check that out too. Okay, they got the Doors. They have Royal House Blues live. 
they have rival Aquarius the first performance. The Roadhouse Blues is a, is a seven inch, and then rival Aquarius is like is three LPs in one. Mm-hmm. All right, Bob Dylan, Melancholy Mood. I actually like his. I actually like the music. I really do. It's enjoyable to me. Okay. Then the Flaming Lips, which caught my attention because I, I never heard someone call them the Flaming Lips. I never did. Okay, so you really so you have he, that Heady Nugs Volume Two, then Lightning Strikes a Postman. The first one is a eight disc LP, and the second one is a CD. Mm-hmm. Then. You got Kevin Gates. I'm not a big fan of Kevin Gates, but I do appreciate a good vinyl when I see one. And appreciate the fact that man's doing that. So a two-disc LP. Well, my bad. He's not even doing a vinyl. I am sorry. Um, a two-disc LP that I know I did not know he can do that for record day type stuff. So that's new to me as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then going down the line, going down the line, Albert Hammett Jr., yours to keep. I want to check that out too. The Iron Maiden. Empire of the Clouds, a 12-inch piss picture disc? Yeah, or vinyl what? Okay, picture disc. Okay, the James Brown review. Get down in Apollo with, with James Brown. I want to look at that. I love James Brown. I love his music. Etta James. Oh, my God. I love Etta James. Oh, my God. And it's called mm-hmm. Atlast, an LP from Jackpot Records. I want to check that out. Another Johnny Cash record, the best in the Johnny Cash show, that's an LP. When you look at that, have a good quantity of that. Then you got Little Wayne. Okay. You got the card and the card two from Republic. And both of them is a two disc LP. Okay. Which is something I really want to check out. But I'm not sure what the quantity is for that. They don't show me. Okay. Then you got Logic. What was that? The Little Wayne one? Uh, the Carter and the card two. Hang on. Let me look real quick. Uh, talk about the next one. I'll look it up for you. Okay, they have Logic, the incredible true story from, De- which is a twelve inch, a twelve inch picture disc, very low quality. I don't know why it is not down in the in the, the limited quality because it only has like two thousand. That's not a lot, honestly. I've seen ones with like ten, with three thousand and four thousand and five thousand. I'm like, what's what's going on here? I, I've why? Seen, seen some as low, not record store day, but seen some pressings as low as four hundred, one hundred. It's meant to be just as like a limited edition. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of them that have over like 1,200, but it's meant to be, you know, you either get it that day or you don't. It's it's meant to celebrate that, but at the same time, it's supposed to be limited, very limited, special edition. That's why some of them are so low. Okay. Well, from going on from there, you have Logic. The Incredible True Story, um, 12-inch, okay? Then that don't sound right whatsoever. Uh, they have Madonna. Uh, uh, I, I actually am a fan of Madonna. I surely am. Yeah, White Conversion and other hits. That's a 12-inch as well. A regular 12-inch. Then, so I keep on scrolling, keep on scrolling. I see... Hmm, I see the monkeys. I actually am quite curious about what the monkeys can do. I actually, I really am quite curious, honestly. Uh, they have the classic album collection, so it's a ten disc LP. Yep, it's then, their, their entire discography. Mm-hmm. Then you have Saturday's Child, which is a seven-inch picture CD. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have Mufferts and Sons plus Baba called There Will Be Time, which is a seven-inch. Okay, uh, let me just do a side there. 
That's called the uh, Side by Side series. And what that is, is Mumford and Sons and Baba. They, this is really bad with how they cut that off there. But two artists play the same song. One side is either the original or another artist. It's two takes on the same song. That's what that is. So if you see the two artists together with the same song, it's called the Side by Side series. I didn't know that. So now we know. All right. Now, from going from there, I see Notorious B.I.G. More, 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 more problems. I guess they just reselling it because it's, it's like I think it's twenty years or nineteen years he's been dead. Then Old Dirty Bastard. I, mean, I don't know him. He's a he's a hip hop legend. Okay, Brooklyn Zoo and Shimmy Shimmy Ya, a twelve inch. Okay, they got Outcasts, Elevators, Me and You. Um, that's going out on a ten inch. Okay, then. Elvis Presley, y'all know who Elvis is. I act like I don't know. I'm leaving. Elvis for country. I didn't know Elvis on country. So mm-hmm. you got some of his music on a, if I can find it again, I just saw it, um, on the LP. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then you have, so keep on scrolling down, Run the Jewels, VRTJ Viewer, Mass Appeal. Okay. okay? This thing is just a VR viewer. There's no real media that goes with it. You just buy the VR viewer so you can watch the video later. Ah. So that, that's okay. all it really is. Got you. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, now we know. Anywho, we also have Skrillex and Diplo with Justin Bieber. Where are you now? It's a 12-inch. I don't know why they have a 12-inch yeah, for one song. It's on quote-unquote piss yellow vinyl. <laughs> Piss yellow frame. Yes. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, from carrying on, do, 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 what else is there? What else is there? I also see the sword, John and Revelator, Concord, which is a seven inch. Okay. They had the weekend. Y'all know who the weekend is. He, is, he has all his remixes. The Hills remixes of the song The Hills on a 12 inch. Okay. They have Frank Turner, positive song for negative people. That's, a, a, well, he's being honest. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is on a, an LP for, they have 21 Palace. Y'all, very nice. Double sided. Fuel by Ramen, which is a 7 inch. Yeah, uh, that's my number one. That's, I'm going to wake up very early to get that. And we'll get into that when I, you know, do my record store day guide. But that, I'm just going to say full disclosure, that's number one on my list. Because hmm. I have okay. all the releases that they've done for Record Store Day and their LPs. This adds to my collection. So this, I'll be waking up early and waiting in line to get that. Okay. Then I'm skipping on the various artists because at all of them I don't want to even listen to, honestly. Then you have Vibe String Quartet. VSQ for pouring Daft Punk's random something. Random uh, I didn't catch. Memories. I don't know why they're cutting it so much. I hate that. Um, it's an LP though. Then I see Lucinda Williams. Just a little, just a little more faith and grace. It's a twelve inch, as well. Has a little bit of a quantity, but it's nice. I want to check that out as well. Uh, Willie Nelson, an uncle type truck truck driving man. It's a seven inch. Uh, the Wizards, Purple Magic. Which is an LP. Now, the little runs for me, honestly, the first thing I see is 
Africa Bambata and I don't know what the fuck he said. He cut it out. It's called Planet Rock. It's Atlantic. It's a troll fish, but only has like a thousand, only have a thousand copies. And then I see the Beavis from by the Beavis from. Uh, it's called Miss Emma. That's an LPS one, but it has only five hundred copies though. Yeah, that's all that it has. Five hundred copies, which is like, whoa, really? Mm-hmm. And then continuing on this list, uh, I don't have a lot of ones that I want to check out. Maybe the Flesh Tones in my neighborhood, which is seven inch. Then we got Chucho Dashin, Cool Pool Reggae. So that's a seven inch. Then you may, I might check out Dylan Gardner across the universe slash Diane Young, which is seven inch. Um, Johnny Thunders and the, I don't know what that is. Fair stuff out, but it's called Vibe, Vibe Revolution, live in Paris, 1977. That's an LP. Then as I continue going down, I'm running out of things I like already. The Tornadoes, Best of Tornadoes, is a 12-inch. And then last but not last, but certainly not least for that area of it, is Twisted, Twisted Present the JoJo, that was a 7-inch. And then for the first releases, I'll make this really quickly because it's a very short list. Um, I'm not too fond of everything. Definitely I'll check out Jimi Hendrix's Mad Shits, which is an LP. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely check out Metallica, Librete, Egalete, Frenente, and Metallica, which is a CD. Yeah, and it's also going to proceeds to help with what happened in France. Got you. Okay. Then you have Rob Zombie. Well, every, everybody's a fuck. Everybody's fucking the fucking UFO. UFO. I love. I love that. I love that name. I love it. I love it. Too. And then <laughs> last but certainly la- certainly not least, Fort Minor. The Rising Tide as a two-disc LP. That is why I would ch- check out. That's me going brand new into this. There's only a few that I would normally, would normally listen to. There's quite a bit that, I, that I'm quite curious about. That is my list. That's what I'm second to. Now, your turn, Pardonavlis. Project okay. a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me take a quick breath here. Because <laughs> there were plenty this year that caught my eye. American mm-hmm. Rejects, uh, move along. Uh, there's Alt-J Live at Red Rocks. That kind of piqued my interest. Uh, along with the 21 Pilots, Anthrax and the Doors are each doing a 7-inch uh, called Disquire Day. Okay. So, it's part of a series called Disquire Day. 7-inch singles honoring the musical connection between France and the USA. Uh, the one with Anthrax features a live performance of the song Antisocial, written by the French, French band Trust, and a B-side is a previously unreleased live track. So for me, I'll probably pick up all three, the Anthrax, the Doors, and the Tongue Pilots, just because, you know, it's part of a series. Uh, I actually liked a lot of 7-inches this year. I, I found myself leaning more towards a bunch of 7-inches. The next one that I kind of liked was the uh, Atreyu, Best of Atreyu. Okay. Uh, there's the Bee Gees and Faith No More. I started a joke. Uh, which is that side by side series. Uh, Best Coasts, Late 20. And then Bigger Man. Uh, Bleachers, Terrible Thrills, Volume 2. Uh, this comes to me because I really enjoy Bleachers. Uh, Jack Antonoff is a really good songwriter, in my opinion. And what this particular one is. 
is Rekaster Day celebrates Bleacher's music with this all-female reimagining of their debut, Strange Desire. Featuring, really? featuring vocals from Sia, Charlie XCX, Tina Shea, L. King, Natalie Marinez, Sarah Bareilles, and a lot more. So, Wild Heart with Sarah Bareilles, Roller Coaster with Charlie XCX, Shadow with Carly Rae Jepsen, I Want to Get Better with Tina Shea, uh, Reckless Love with L. King. This one is probably going to be a little higher because I miss getting this Bleachers release, but I just love the idea behind it. You know, retweaking it to add a different twist on what's already known. Then we have Borns live on KCRW's Morning. Uh, I like Borns a lot. Uh, they're just like indie artists. Not indie, but they're more of an alt artist than I'm big into. Uh, as we've already discussed, the Bowies. <laughs> I don't have much more to say about that. Uh, next thing that is the Church's Every Open Eye Remix EP. This is a bootleg EP. What that means is it's not an official release from the band. So they remixed a, a couple of their singles and put it, a couple of artists remixed their singles and put it on there. So I the Church's band, I gotta grab it. I, I just have it. There's a seven-inch split with Circus Survive and Me Without You. Uh, you've already talked about the clutch, but yep, that's the next one. Moving on. There's one for Death Cab for Cutie, Tractor Rape Chain and Black Sun. Uh, Deftones are releasing B-Sides and Rarities. Disturbed Sounds of Silence, which is a cover of Simon Garfunkel. It's on a picture disc. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh... There's the two doors, one with the Roadhouse Blues Live, which is part of Disquire Day, and then the Live at the Aquarius, which is the 3LP. Carl Douglas is releasing Kung Fu Fighting on a 7-inch. If it's right priced, I'll just grab it, because that's just a fun song. And then the B-side is Dance the Kung Fu. This is probably one that threw me through a loop, but I must have it. Doctor Who, Genesis of the Daleks. Now, this is an audiobook or an audio revisioning of one of my favorite uh, Doctor Who serials, Genesis of the Daleks. Read by mm -hmm. played the Doctor at the time, Tom Baker, on a TARDIS blue OP. Other than, you know, the 21 Pilots and that, that's, that's going to eat up a chunk of my, my budget. We'll talk about budget when we get to the point of what to do next. Uh, Bob Dylan. Uh, David Mack is uh, giving out an alternative tusk. Uh, we talked about the flaming lips, so I won't go over that. Uh, okay. Born to the Machine, Delilah, Only Love Can Break Your Heart on a 12-inch. Foles is coming out with Rain and Daffodils. Um, I like those because I like Florence and the Machine. Next, uh, I'll just say this, but I already have a Grateful, Grateful Dead is releasing a new live album. I already have one, so it's kind of just like, if you're big into collecting all of them, I would say go for it. Uh, just as I mentioned, Guar is releasing one, Scum Dogs of the Universe. Uh, Hailstorm Into the Wildlife recorded in Chicago is a 10-inch. That's on my list. I really like them. Uh, you... Mentioned Iron Maiden, Empire of the Clouds. That's on, on the picture disc. We're looking for that. Joan Jets and the Blackhearts, Sinner LP, which is a 12 inch. Uh, you mentioned the Johnny Cash. There's a kill switching game, Defined Love. Two Kings, 7 inch EPs. Uh, even though I don't collect those, I think it's cool that each record store day they've been releasing those. There's one Tiny Dots, 12 inch EP by LA Disputes. 
Okay. Which is kind of cool. And if you want to look at the variants of what they are, we'll po- post a link up on the website. And we're putting this on it so you can take a look at it. Uh, Muffin and Sons, you've already touched about that. Uh, it's okay. Reapers on a 7-inch. And you're probably wondering why there's a question mark halfway through there. I saw that. I didn't want to talk about because I didn't know what I was going to say. Okay. So I was like, what's going on with that? Every single record store day, from what I know, they release a 7-inch where it's the side-by-side split where you don't know what artist it is and you don't know what song it is. There's just a sticker in the upper right-hand corner that gives you a clue as to what it could be. Oh, you talked to me about that before. Yes. So it's literally just the question mark. That's all it is. You don't know what it is until you just buy it and open it. I think that's just kind of cool. And for it to be, you know... Not that much money. Take a risk. Dive in there. You might like it. You might not. But it's just something kind of cool. Just like, oh, you don't know what it is. And people usually, you know, day after or two days after, put it up online anyway what it is. But it's just kind of cool that day not knowing what it is going in. Uh, Of course, you said Elvis Presley. Uh, Yes, I did. Tap is coming out with Generation Doom on a 12-inch picture disc. I'm going to see how much that is. That might be factored into my budget. Going on here. Uh, soundtrack to Star Wars The Force Awakens, a 10-inch picture disc. Uh, there's another uh, side-by-side of Talking Heads and Echo Smith. This must be the place, 7-inch. And, of course, my number one, 21 Pilots, double-sided. I will be at 7,500, which, which means I have better odds of getting it, so I'm happy about that. Which is good. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then I was looking through the various artists. These are more of the soundtracks. There's the soundtrack to Joy, which kind of piqued my interest. Uh, there's uh, yeah, From Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, do, when you said Vitamin String Quartet, did you actually know who they are? Nope. <laughs> Think about it this way. Think about it of a quartet of like violin players and all this. Covering popular songs. So it's literally just a string version of Daft Punk's entire Random Access Memories. Really? They've done it for Paramore. They've done it for My Chemical Romance. Also, like every album is just, they just do a cover of some of a popular song. But it's going to be, uh, it's the songs, but it's just instrumental. Do they have like, do they have permission to do that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I never heard that before, honestly. And then um, I'm going back just to, just to jump just for a second. Bob Cobert, the Dark Shadows television show, show soundtrack. That's pretty cool, too. It's coming out. Uh, coming back, Walk the Moon, You Are Not Alone, Live the Greek, 2LP. Uh, Gerard Way's uh, Pinkish. Other side is Don't Try, 7-inch. And that ends kind of my first category with that. The second category for the limited run, uh, I looked at it. Nothing really excited me uh, other than the five-finger death punch got your six-picture disc. That's going to be expensive. But that's yeah. That's like my one thing out of there. And I was looking through. Oh, and then the Runaways. The Runaways right now, 7-inch. I might grab that too. You see, I'm actually into a lot of 7-inches this year, which is... A far, far cry from what I'm normally, you know, used to be. The record store day first releases. This I have quite a few. Uh, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness has the Crayons EP, which is a 10-inch. 
Obviously, you look at the Hendricks, smash hits. There's his Purdue in a free land. He gave the Stooges, Metallica KO. Mike Park, Road to Revolution Live. Mike McCree, KEXP presents Raw Power. As a tribute. Mones, Judy's a punk, 7-inch. Uh, Rockabye Baby. Rockabye Baby is cool in that they do lullaby renditions of popular artists. So there's one for Muse, there's one for Coldplay, there's one for Tool, there's one for Kanye West. So they, they do, you know, lullaby renditions of famous songs, famous artists, which I think is kind of cool. Then, uh, just as I uh, mentioned, Fish is coming out with one. Then across the universe, and then everybody's fucking in a UFO. That, that's just an <laughs> I just love that name, honestly. I know it's just cool. Okay, so now that we've gone over the list, let's go over mm-hmm. some do's and don'ts. Okay. Do have fun. Don't be an asshole. Please buy. Don't steal. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, the thing is. A lot of these places, in order for you to be able to sell these, a store actually has to become Record Store Day certified. It's not just willy-nilly, oh, I can go down to the local FYE or let, let's go let's go, go down to the uh, Barnes & Noble and get our Record Store Day releases. Uh-uh, it's not about that. It's going to be your local independent store. And if you go on recordstoreday.com, let me link it, there's going to be a link that says participating stores. And when you tap on that, you can pick your state, or zip code, or store name, and it'll take you to a list of every single one of the record stores that are certified around you to be Record Store Day sellers. So around here, there are one, two, three, four, five, six of them. Uh, Last year, there were only, a couple years ago, there were only three of them. So it's kind of nice to see that they're popping up. First things first, find your record store that you want to go to. Go to it early. Go, you just go and look around there if you've been there before or if you haven't been there before. Go there beforehand. That's the one thing I say is go there beforehand. See what they have to offer. If you like the atmosphere, great. The second thing I have to say is know their operating hours. Uh, generally, please do. Please do. Generally, they are nice enough to open about two hours before they normally open. Uh, the particular store I go to starts at 8. So here's the thing. Some of these are really exclusive. And I have known people to camp out overnight for these things. So this ain't no Jordan, so. <laughs> so absolutely get there early. I know you're tired. I know it's early on a Saturday. But you will not regret it. And buy, there's drinks called Mon- there's a drink called Monster. Buy a case, you'll need yes. it. Yes. <laughs> so normally, at, it's probably different other stores, but normally I think they hand out numbers around five. Mm-hmm. So, so they hand out around numbers around five. So I usually get there around three, four uh, thirty, and I'm normally okay. But because this is the bigger one, I usually get there around four thirty. Um, 4.30 in the morning, people, not at night. 4.30 in the morning. I get there. Yeah, it goes down like that. It goes down like that. Yeah. Uh, Black Friday, I got there at 4.30, and I was pretty good. But I know this year, because I definitely want that 21 pounds, and I know that that 
Doctor Who, he's probably the guy who the store I go to is probably not going to get that many. So I'm going to be there really early. I'm going to be absolutely there early. I'm going to be probably takes me about a half hour ish to get where I want to go. So I'm probably going to leave three, three in the morning, and just you know take a chair, sit there, and it's not that cold where it is. You know, it, it, where I'm going, there'll be a roof where I'm going to be sitting. So it's an awning. So. Yeah, uh, you'll want to pack a preparedness kit while you're waiting in line for your records. And what's nice about some of them is they, you know, give you a number, serve breakfast sometimes. So they, they make it an event. So the second thing I have to say is have fun. Please. Please have fun. <laughs> celebration, not an all-out brawl. This isn't, you know, I need the turbo man. No, this is not no Black Friday, knock a person down to grab the next mixtape. No, this is a fun occasion. Have yes. some. Don't smack nobody, though. That will be funny to watch. Yes. And, I'm just saying. And talk to the people in line because they're going to tell you what they want. And more times than not, you know, I've had someone come with me. But more times than not, you could tell them what you're looking for. And you could ask them, well, what are you looking for? And you guess what? They're probably nice enough to help you out. Hey, everybody's a dick. Don't take it so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've known the people around me to be nice, and it's, you know, I, I think it's imperative that you bring a buddy, even if they're not going to buy anything, even if they're like, why the fuck are you dragging me I don't want to go. <laughs> why the fuck are you dragging me here at three fucking morning? I need fucking coffee. You owe me a coffee. But at least, <laughs> but at least have somebody to go with you who can take, you can show them you know, pictures of every, what I do is who I bring with me. I print off my want list with pictures of what it looks like and the names clearly printed on it. So they have a piece of paper. They're like, okay, they want this. They want this. They want this. So that's the next thing. Get your want list in order. Please. Go, go through it. Prepare yourself. Get your want list in order. And it, This is normally what I do. I pick a number one. A number two and a number three. These are the three. I have allotted in my budget. I am not budging on these. And then the rest is kind of like, oh, do I want this? No, this, no, this, no. So I pick my top three. This is what I allow in my budget. I absolutely have to have And then after that, you know, I put other ones in there. So like, you know, I can do it another way, but that's just the way this works for me. I've been doing this for about three years. So that's just what works for me. Hmm. Me pers- for somebody like me who's very new to it, yeah, what he said was right. Come go with somebody who knows what they're doing because you may think, oh, I can go there by like noon and get grass. No, 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 no. They know all this should be gone, and I will laugh. No, exclusive might <laughs> no. be gone, but you might you can still go in there and support your local record store and buy something from there. It's just supposed to be yeah, will probably be gone. <laughs> yeah, all of them will be gone. So I'm just saying, like. Okay, with me, I am very new to all of this stuff, okay? There's actually quite a few of them I actually wanted to go check out. I don't know. First, like you said, you need to find the certified one, okay? Because you may think, oh, no, just ain't one. No, necessarily. They have to sign a pledge. Yeah. That basically makes sure we will not rob your black ass if we sell this record. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Pledge stores. The stores with the mark... With this mark, have signed the Record Store Day pledge, which means they have agreed to act in the spirit of Record Store Day, 
and sell the commercial record store day releases to their physical customers on record store day. Not to gouge them or to hold mm-hmm. the money back and sell them online. Yeah. Now, the thing is, there might still be leftovers. Um, I know one site called bullmoose.com is a really good resource. They show you what's coming out. They're not going to lie about it. Yes, they're an online retailer, but they will only sell it after the fact of Record Store Day. They're not going to hold it back for you. They will sell it if they still have it in stock. And that, that's the next thing I have to say. Know your Know how much Please. You to, know how much you want to spend going in. Uh, I last year in April's record store day, I blew my budget by about twenty bucks. Well, shit. I, I, I'll be honest here. I spent one twenty. Was it worth it though? Absolutely. Okay then. <laughs> like what? He, what he's trying to say was yes. I understand you want to get this. You want to get this. You want to get this. I get it. I really do. But you. You gotta be able to understand that you you gotta be able to take care of yourself after the record store day. Yes. It's one day. It's one day. You still gotta freaking eat that day too. I'm yes. just saying. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just know your budget. That's the next thing. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you a little cheat here. Go on to bullmoose.com. I'll link to their amazing website. I've ordered through them. I pre-ordered through them. I'll probably use. I will definitely use them in the future for other purchases. But I'm going to link you to their Record Store Day 2016 page. They have most, if not all, the releases there. And what you can do is click on that release, and it's going to take you to the page, and it'll tell you how much it is. Now, their prices are generally a little bit lower. But what you can do is there's a list price or a suggested retail price. Take a look at that suggested retail price. And then, like I said earlier, go investigate your store. You'll see where the condition things, like mine, the condition, uh, based on condition and all that. So generally go in there and get some research done and generally get an idea of how much they charge. So when you go on there, you can kind of know, hey, this is how much I'm kind of expecting to pay. So there's no sticker shock. There's no, why are you trying to lie me? No, you already know. Yeah. There's one that I'm still trying. I think it's still floating out there. That was um, Nine Inch Nails released um, Halo 1 through 4. Mm-hmm. I think it's 4. And one of those is Pretty Hate Machine, you know, with Head Like a Hole. And they released singles, Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4. That was 80 bucks because it was four LPs. So, again, do your research so you're not getting that sticker shock. If you do not do your research and you get that sickle shot, I will laugh at you. Happily. Because <laughs> what he's saying is right. You need to make sure what you need to make sure how much it's gonna be so you can plan ahead. If you do not if you do not take the time needed to do that, then I will not feel bad for you if you go up in there and you thought your album's gonna be like ten dollars, not that bitch is fifty. I will laugh at you personally. And here's the thing. Yes, it's expensive, but it's a hobby. It's a hobby. You're paying for, in my mind, a better format that you absolutely need to take care of. So, yes, it is a little bit more expensive. But you're the one that got into this, so you understand that. I hope you do. I really do hope you do. So, do your research. Get there early. Have a buddy. 
have fun. The next thing I could also suggest is something that's cool with Bull Moose is they release an actual video. Uh, the week before, uh, I think his name is Chris, uh, from Record Store, not Record Store, wow, from Bull Moose Records. You know, their, their store, they sell DVDs, vinyl, CD, all that, all that. So, what he does is they're already having their box of what they got. Here's the thing. You can actually want your store to get, you know, Lil Wayne. You can actually, you want them to get, you know, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness and 21 Pilots. They're not necessarily going to get it. Because it's spread out with all the record store days, stores. So, again, that's why we say get there early because you don't know how many they're going to have. And you don't know how many people are going to be ahead of you and behind you to where there was one time where I almost missed out on something because as soon as I got in, they sold out. I got there really early. So, my advice, I don't care how tired you are. I don't care if you're going to complain. I will laugh if you do. Early. It will be worth it. Get your happy ass over there early with a case of monsters. You will be happy while you're hyper as fuck. With your new album. Yes. Just you... saying. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, going back to that, uh, the week before, they actually go in and show you what the releases are going to be. Sometimes they'll have it open because, for whatever reason, they need it for display. Mine doesn't do that, but they need it for a spike. So they'll show you what some of them look like. And it's about an hour long. He sits there and dedicates the entire hour to just talking about everything record store does with that. And then here's something I also suggest, and this was suggested by the guy, Chris in the video. Get something you're not normally used to getting. There's something called, he says it's called a Frank piece, and I'll link to that video that I found. It was not, I think it was this past year or the year before. We talked about something called a Frank piece. And you can look at the other videos beforehand to kind of get an idea of what's been going on in the past. But the idea behind a Frank piece is get something that's out of your comfort zone that you wouldn't normally get. And that for me was called, it's called an On Your Journey to Sound in Space. It's a disco play. I had no idea what it is. I just knew that there was a cover of the Doctor Who theme song. I absolutely love this thing after I bought it. So don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone and get something that you might not have known you would like. Like there's, uh, for example, I went to the record store a couple of weeks ago, but a couple months ago. And there was something for 2012 record store day that featured uh, one artist. That was kind of like, you know, oh, that's kind of cool. And it, it wasn't even him singing or anything. It was just he was from a band that I knew. And it, turned out it was like this really weird, like trippy sounding thing. And I fell in love with it as I was sitting there listening to it. I'm like, you know, I'm just digging this. It's just sounds and just dragging me in. And it's something that I wouldn't normally, you know, oh, let's go to the record store. Yay, what's on your list? Oh, this and this and this. Let's see if they have it. That's It wouldn't be, you know, on my list necessarily. But I'm glad I got it. So that would be a suggestion for me is to don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone. And get something that, you know, you might think that you would not normally get, you know? Yes. 
That's right. I'm going to my comfort zone to do this particular podcast. I am so out of my comfort zone. Oh, my God. But the, the minute you do, you will see something new that you may not think you will like, but you actually will love. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to put a little bit of resources along with this. I might actually do just a separate page on this, but to give a little bit of a record store day guide, where you can find your record stores, what's on the list, any helpful resources we could think you could help helpful with this, but um, my question to you is, are you planning on going out for Record Store Day? Just to check out what's out there? Yes, actually. Okay. I am absolutely going out. It's This is like my Black Friday. <laughs> Even though there is one on Black Friday. That's the funny part. It is. And normally if I buy music and actually buy music, I do it on Black Friday because it's actually much cheaper that way. Mm-hmm. Or I do a Cyber Monday. So this is going to be very new to me, going um, on in person to something like that. I, very new to me. Yes, and I'll be sure before we cut off our call that uh, I'll give you where you can find your record stores. Or the ones okay. Ow. So okay. you could go and take a look at them beforehand. And we are just, how many days away are we? we at least are, a month. We are one a month, just a little over a month. Uh, this week will be one month away from Record Store Day. So the reason we're doing this so early is so we can get you guys prepared. Mm-hmm. Especially the people that's very new to this. Yes. So do you have any other thoughts on Record Store Day? For one, they know th- I didn't know it even existed. <laughs> I did not know vinyl was this popular, so this is very new to me. I actually quite like it, because to me personally, as a DJ, it gives something that started off the DJ thing a life, which is something that we all need. Well, with music at least. So I actually, I actually might enjoy this. I actually might. Those are my thoughts. Yours? Uh, as somebody who's been going for about three years. I am excited this year. Overall, and I'll let you do this. My impressions were, okay, there's some things on this list, but this list is kind of lackluster this year. And Mm -hmm. I know a couple of my vinyl buddies, and I say vinyl buddies because I'm in a collector's group on Facebook, were kind of disappointed this year with some of the releases. But there's a good news with that, too. One, it means that there's less for me to fight over what I want to get. The less okay, I get on that. It, the easier it is for me to say, I just want this A, B, C, and D. That makes sense. With me, who's very new to these, to mostly genres, it's like, it's like, it's not easy pickings. It's more of, I have more of a choice. It's, it's definitely different for what I'm going to be looking for. I, I do soca. I, I do Caribbean music. I do hip hop, stuff like that. As you see, there's very little hip hop and a lot more rock and country and stuff like that. And you know so what? Like, I kind of do wish that there was a little bit more. So for people like who love that kind of genre, and especially like you, that you'll have, you know, what you want. And I, I kind of like that they're at least branching out a little bit more. I know it's been dwindled in other, other record store day in past years. So it's kind of nice to see that they're adding that in there. It's very nice that they are. I will say that. Yeah, one of my, one of my, that I almost bought, but I just. I didn't have the money for it. 
was, you know, Jay Dilla did Fuck the Police, right? Yes. They actually had it on a shaped vinyl that was shaped like a police badge. Oh. Wow, actually, that's different. I would definitely say that. It's different. <laughs> the only reason it's why definitely is different. I love shaped vinyl, so that would be one of my collection. But, you, you know, I like seeing that there's more hip-hop going into it. It absolutely deserves to be on the list. Hmm. It, you know, I would def- I would tell you this much. I would definitely give it a chance. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a chance because my perception could be the one way, and all I think is something completely different. Mm-hmm. And that's something I do. And in all honesty, what I may think it is, and what it may actually be, is two completely different things. So because of such, I am sorry. I really long morning people. Um, <laughs> because of such, if I might actually enjoy uh, next month's record store day, I actually might. So you are, that's just me. Yeah. So you Sorry, are planning on uh, grabbing a couple of releases, right? Uh, one, maybe one or two, depends on how my money is. But I do. I am looking forward to it, though. I am. Yeah. I am going. I am going. I yeah. can tell you that much. What One of my favorite things to do is just after going and taking a nap, just for a little bit, getting up, looking over it, and playing. So, with that in mind, I think we should do a post-Record Store Day podcast. We should, yes. Post-Record Store Day, the aftermath, talk about our experience at our stores, what went on, what we got. Mm -hmm. And then just overall, the feeling of Record Store Day. I'd love to hear what you have to say because it's going to be your first. Um, Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be a little bit different. It's probably going to be just like, oh, it's another day at the shop, you know, (laughs) this and that. Because I've been going for a couple years now. This is my first year going. Yes. So, again, it's going to be different, like I've said before, probably, because of how the record stores are laid out. So, we'll say one more time. Make sure you go to the store that you want to go to. Find the store you want to go to. Know the layout. That's my final final thought on that is know the layout of the store. Yes. Please, no delay out of the store because you're walking. I, I don't want to be hearing people talking about they're walking like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm like, you dumbass. <laughs> Where's this? Where's that? Where's now, that? it's perfect. It's absolutely perfectly okay at the beginning when you're waiting in line to ask, hey, where did you put X, Y, and Z? Oh, it's going to be over here, over here, over here. Perfect. Mm-hmm. If you already know the layout, you could kind of guess where it's going to be. And what's nice about the store I go to is there's windows and people peek in the windows waiting to get in. So they mm-hmm. kind of know where they're going to go first. So it's like, I know I need to go to here, 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 here. Okay, my pile is here. Let me budget it out. Okay, 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 I'm done. And I hate to say it's like a bottle rocket, but there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of buildup. You get in there, grab what you need, get out. It's like Black Friday. You go in, you grab what you need, get the hell out. There's no saying there, expecting the next person you see and robbing people. No, it's you get out. No. And and generally, you know, the atmosphere this day is really kind of nice. So you'll meet a lot of nice people when you go to these things. I hope so. Yeah, and a lot of stores, including the one that I do, tend to give out free breakfast from what I know. I guess these two, there's two around here that do that. That might be the exception, but you never know. Well, then again, your store 
they have a bigger crowd. I'm not sure about over here. Let's think. Mm-hmm. I cannot just say, oh, they're going to do that. Oh, they're going to do that. Okay. This is very new to me. Mm-hmm. So honestly, um, I'll put this. I want about this brand new. This this is your this is your territory. Mm-hmm. DJing is my territory, okay? So with me going to this brand new is like I don't know what to expect. I really don't. That's the key thing. I do not know what to expect. You do. You've been there, done that. This is nothing to you. I don't. So if I walk and I see a full on breakfast happening, I'm like, well, well, shit. I'm gonna eat some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that also could be mo- one of those motivations to get people out to go with you. Why are you pulling me uh, out at three in the fucking morning? There's free breakfast. Free food. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that would definitely get my attention because I love food. So I'm just saying that would get my attention right off the bat. Okay. But with somebody who's brand new to it, they have to ease them in. Yeah, you have to ease them in. You have to ease them in. Just like you, you're easing me into something like this, where I am. Where I am. How put this? It's very new to me. So you're easing me into it, which I appreciate. You're easing people who, is, who doesn't know what they're doing into what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Which is very good, which needs to happen, honestly. Okay? Yep. So people who is very new like I am, don't freak out. If you see a big crowd of people, don't think like, oh my god, they're going to do some Black Friday shit. No, it's... No, it's they're just buying the, If they're just going to buy the, uh, their favorite album, that's in there, if they're going to find it at least. Not gonna beat you down unless you throw a punch. So, well, that's then that's your that's your dumbass fault. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna do nothing stupid. Is we're there because we love music. Yes, and we want to support our artists. Yes, and you want to support the local record stores. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they're the ones gonna provide you your music. Not not. <sighs> yes, we have iTunes. We have Google Play. We have Spotify. We got uh, title. We got. Uh, Audio Max, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Reverb Nation. We got those. But as you can see, vinyl still exists and it's still strong to this day. Yes, it has made such a comeback that they write countless articles. Literally like a broken record. I have read the same article beat for beat ten times on the resurgence of collecting records. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know about this until we did this podcast. Honestly, I knew about vinyls, obviously, because of the person I'm doing the podcast with. He showed me basically his entire damn collection. But I didn't know it was that popular. I did not know it was that popular. I really didn't. I thought it was all the art digital format. That's what I thought personally. Yeah, and I, I think we're moving to towards where it's CDs are going to phase out. It's going to be LPs, 7 inches, all that like, and digital. Mm-hmm. We're moving. Away, we're moving to away from the CDs. I see less and less CDs now. We're moving away from cassettes and eight track and all that jazz. We're moving towards. I think yes. There's going to be a point where there's going to be a plateau for this resurgence. I'm still going to be collecting till the end of the till the end of my life. It's something that's going to be ingrained in me. But it's nice to know that it's having a little bit of a boom right now. Which is needed. Yeah. The, it gave, like you said, it gave it a second life. Maybe it needed a second life. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's always been there. It's just been quiet. Very true. Yeah. I give you that. Very true. And, and, you know, there will never be a car with a turntable in it for you to listen to it while you're going off roading. No. Actually, well, actually, well, hmm. <laughs> well, I would not. I would not hold you. I would not be surprised if I do find a car like that. I know. When I drove when I drove from Texas to Oregon, mm-hmm. I know at time when I stopped by DJ 
on my laptop. I stop, I plug in my laptop, and I DJ the right then and there because I was bored. So I won't be surprised if that does happen. I would not be surprised. Yeah. So to end it so we don't sound like a broken record. Mm-hmm. All right, let's have our closing thoughts. Do you want to go first? Yes. Go ahead. All right. Hopefully, uh, everybody for experience on record day goes smoothly. Okay. I do hope that new that the music that is out now flourishes and evolves something much better than the way it is right now. So that way, our next generation can ab- can be able to bring out their taste in music. Okay. Like my godchildren, I want them to be able to. I want them to be able to enjoy music the way I enjoy music throughout my life. And I'm only 22. I'm still young as fuck. My nieces, look, my godsons are two and one. No, two and zero, actually. He's a few months. Okay, I got my nieces. I got my nephew. I got another niece on the way. Okay, I want them to enjoy music the way I enjoy music when I grow up. When I grew up, okay? And and invent my record store day and give them a chance to see what we, what I experienced, what I loved. Okay, so I'm happy this is still going on. I'm happy that South by Southwest is still going on because it gives indie artists like like me and Pirate Novelist, I don't know if you are or not, uh, and like the people at Q Entertainment, which doesn't know me with this podcast. I just I just know them personally, like them or other indie artists. It gives them a chance to perform at a very popular crowd so they can expand their audience and give them and give them basically more freedom to do their music okay oh i hope whatever is happening with dr luke and catch get fucking fixed it's getting really annoying and I, I ran out of tea that's some bullshit tea is expensive nowadays i love my tea god damn and that's about it <laughs> <laughs> okay so going along the lines of what you had said there's actually something out there by Third Man Records called My First Record. They're okay. recognizing that younger and younger age kind of want to get into this. So there's stuff out there like the My First Record. So it's they're understanding that there's a family aspect to it. Uh, Dave Grohl, every single year there's something called the Record Store Day Ambassador. They pick an artist or somebody to represent everything Record Store Day. Last year was Dave Grohl. He talks about his kids, you know, collecting the records. And then after that, uh, this year is Metallica, where they did the the CD for, you know, what's going on in France. So I hope you have a good record store day if you plan on going out, because it's a celebration of not only the format, but of your local record stores, the ones that are, you know, the small businesses. They're not the big factory retailers, the ones that are struggling. Small businesses Mm -hmm. always will struggle, but there are always good days and bad days. So, yes. you want them to thrive. So, go out, celebrate your local record store. Uh, yes, again, I hope that the Kesha deal gets resolved because I'm annoyed as well. <laughs> um, I hope anybody who, you know, gets into or has heard of South by Southwest gets to go because I know that that's such a good festival with so much exposure. And then, my last hope is that this, you know, it's not just a fad. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I said my last hoe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Something funny happened on the end? No, I heard you say, well, my last hoe. I was like, well, shit, okay. 
<laughs> okay, okay, my bad. <laughs> my last hope is that, for me, this isn't a fad. But for those, uh, the teenagers that are just getting into for the fad, understand what, you know, loves them. And I hope that when they get past to the point where they think it's just a fad, that they come to appreciate it just as much as me or anybody else who collects it. Very true. So, I understand you have a solo cast coming out soon. I, yes. Um, yes. Uh, by the time of this recording is done, by the time this, this particular episode comes out, it will have already be out. It is my review of independent artist Shotgun Shane's debut album called Tennessee Hills, I think. I, not, my album's not even on me right now. I am sorry. When I, re- when I recorded this podcast with uh, Hard Novelist, it, I for- the album was not on my mind, okay? Because at this time, I've not even recorded the podcast itself on me, okay? But it's Shotgun Shane's debut album. He, I asked him to let me review it. Let me give him a review it deserves. He, he have, I have full permission to say whatever I please, okay? So this that particular podcast will be out will we'll, we'll have already been out. It'll have been out on the 13th of March, which is a Sunday, 2016. Okay? So, by the time you hear this, it's already out. Share it, support it, support him. Okay? Yeah. So, yes. And then, I am planning a solo cast. I have uh, artists that I know from the bottom communities that I go in that gave me permission. They have an EP. Uh, his band is a metal band. So, I'm going to go and, you know, take a listen to that. And they're heading into the recording booth soon. That's good. So, but that had brought up the idea of, well, how would I ask them to do their previous work while they're working on that? And they said, yeah, cross-promotion is pretty good. So I'll be reviewing them. And then I'll do my own aside on another just solo kind of do's and don'ts of record collecting. So okay. either that or we can save it for the next time. But I'm at least going to talk about things to look for when you're going for a player. Kind of what to look for when you're first starting out. So I think I'll do that and then I can do the do's and don'ts of record collecting with you next time. Along with if you want to do another review or anything, that could just be another segment that we roll through. Fair enough. Okay. But anyway, this is Pirate Novelist. This is DJ Low of HD. I'm signing off and sailing out. And I'm going to record that solo podcast right now. All right.